You want to talk some hoops? Yes, I'm freaking itching. I can't. If I say Kucherov one more time, I'm going to freaking blow a <laughs> gasket over here. Well, we're going to talk now with Chris Carino, radio voice of the Brooklyn Nets, NFL on Compass Media. Chris, uh, before we even start the interview, man, can't wait to talk some hoops. I checked out the podcast with you and Jason Benetti, and he's fantastic. I'm actually originally from Chicago. Not a White Sox yeah. fan. I am a Cub fan, but really good stuff, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Can I, Quinn, can I get that rap again? Because I'd never heard my name <laughs> said quite that way before. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, Chris Carino's on the show. Hey, uh, uh. I've been workshopping that for a whole 30 seconds. It can get better. Just give me a day. I'll have a full verse and everything. I mean, yeah, if that's what you came up with on the fly. I mean, who knows if I gave you a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, hey, great. top of the charts, man. Exactly, exactly. Well, top of the charts. That's when I know I made it. That's when I know I've made it. <laughs> right, exactly, man. The summer anthem, Chris um, Carino. And, I, and Ryan, I appreciate you listening to the podcast and uh, that feedback. I, uh, uh, Jason, Jason Benetti is a – a really special guy, a really talented guy. And I, you know, we had this great conversation and unfortunately we had some time limit. We did it like an hour. We could do about five hours together. And I think we will down the road. He's just so good. He could do it all, man. Great at baseball. Yeah. I love him. College hoops, obviously. Um, Let's talk a little basketball. So I just moved here from Milwaukee. I covered the Bucks, Chris, for four years. So a couple of years uh-huh. ago, it was depressing because they had that 2-0 series lead on Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's always been yeah. my dream to cover the NBA Finals. We were so close. Uh, they choked. Toronto obviously ends up winning the championship. Last year, they get eliminated in the second round in the bubble. This year... I get a new job. I move to Washington D.C. And what happens two months later? They're going to the NBA Finals. Do you, you get the, were the problem? Yes. You were the exactly. Problem. He's got to stay away from I'm that place, mush. man. I'm the mush. Do you think you that were. they have a shot against against the Suns? They're pretty big underdogs. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it, it's going to depend if Giannis comes back. I mean, I, I don't think they have a shot if Giannis isn't playing, uh, and if Giannis isn't, um, I don't say 100, percent but he's got to be. He's got to be impactful in the series. So. I mean, that's really not any kind of heavy critical analysis right there. The guy's a two-time MVP, and it, obviously they're a lot better with him. Although they did win the last two games against Atlanta without him, but, you know, Atlanta didn't have Trey Young one of those games. He was kind of wasn't really all bad. Yeah. These have been crazy playoffs. When you when you throw the, the wear and tear of the regular season, then you throw the injuries on top of that. Um, but I wouldn't, you know, I, it's funny because I have been really on the Bucks. The whole playoffs, yeah. like when 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 it got to the Nets Bucks, everybody would make fun of me around here because I was saying, "No man, I'm scared of the Bucks." Mm. You know, I'm re- that's not this is not a matchup I like for the Nets. Um, I was scared, and then the first two games, the Nets win easy, and you're going, "Wow, maybe I gave them a little too much credit." Yep. You know, then they turn the series around, and um, I-, I liked them against Atlanta, even though I think Atlanta gave them even a, a better you know shot than I did. And then on the other side of things. The Suns, I've been counting them out since the first the first series. <laughs> I know. You know, I thought they were going to lose to the Lakers. So did I. So I, think, I think we all did. Then I thought they were going to lose to Denver. You know, then then I see them lose game five at home against the Clippers, and I'm going, all right, they're going to lose the series. I've never been positive that the Suns were going to win. So And, I, and I've been so much on the Bucks bandwagon. So I, I don't want to change now, but I've been wrong about these teams so far. Although the Bucks, I've been on, I've been thinking they're good and they have been good, but they still confound you from game to game. Yes. So what when you talk about the Suns and a lot of people have just been not Suns haters, but just Suns doubters. What what have you seen um, from this Phoenix Suns team that's been most impressive throughout their entire run from not even just the the playoffs, but the regular season to now? 
you know, I think Booker has changed the way you think about him, mm. the way he's performed in the postseason in a big spot, especially when those games when Paul was not there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we, we all underestimated what Chris Paul was going to mean to this team from a leadership standpoint. Um, and there's something magical. You know, there's just – when you win a championship and you, and you make a big leap as they do, there's got to be – this mystical thing that happens right. as well. And the Suns just seem to have that. You know, I, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of Monty Williams. I always have been, even before he went through that, that tragedy in New Orleans where he lost his wife in a car wreck and she was in that accident with the kids in the car. And, like, it, and then the way, he, the way he handled that whole situation mm-hmm. with such grace and dignity. You know, when, what, he was, what he had done with... Uh, Ryan Anderson, when Ryan's girlfriend had committed suicide, yeah. people remember that he wow, yeah. he played for the Pelicans, and his his ex girlfriend was a former, uh, you know, was on the show The Bachelor, and she had committed suicide. And there was a great story in Sports Illustrated about what Monty Williams did for Ryan Anderson and helping him get through that tragedy. Um, there's something just so likable about Monty Williams. I don't know how you could root against that guy, and there seems to be something. Um, there seems to be something magical about what he's been able to do with that team. I mean, it goes back to last year when they went undefeated in the, in the bubble in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, that's where you started to see it. That was, that was where you started to see what was happening this season. It started last year in Orlando. And who knows what kind of damage they could have done last year if they had gotten into the playoffs. I know, and they were my uh, favorite team to watch in the bubble. They didn't lose yeah. a game, and then they didn't even get in. It, yeah. That was depressing. Yeah, and, then, and Paul's the missing piece, right? Paul, Chris Paul comes in, and he gives them that, the leadership they need. So, I, I, man, I, can't, I still can't get over the fact that we're talking about the NBA Finals and, this, and the Phoenix Suns are the favorites. I know, man. In yeah. the Bucks, It's the Bucks and the Suns. I know everybody wants the big market yeah. teams. They want to see LeBron, but... I mean, these are two teams. This is what I was talking about with Quentin. Like, I love this brand of basketball. That's team basketball. You know, they actually, they, they passed the ball. And Drew Holiday's been excellent. You know, 12 assists and only one turnover the other night. Then 12 assists and only two turnovers. He's been great. Uh, Chris, all yeah. my money, and it shows, by the way, BetMGM tonight. Quentin Mayo, Ryan Horvath. We're talking now with Chris Carino. Find him on Twitter, Chris Carino, radio voice of the Brooklyn Nets. All my money was uh, on the Brooklyn Nets after they acquired James Harden. I said, there's no way anybody in the East is beating this team in a seven-game series. After, obviously, all the injuries and the way that that season ends, which, man, it was so great watching Kevin Durant in the playoffs. That was really impressive, even then in the yeah. loss. What do they do this offseason now? Is everybody going to come back? Are they going to keep Kyrie, Harden, and KD? You know, how does this team improve? Or do they even need to improve? Well, those three will be there. I mean, that they're, they're under contract. And um, they don't have an option until the following year. So those three will be there. They could actually offer them max extensions soon, which is something they have to kind of consider because yeah. it will put them, you know, way over the tax. It's a heavy financial commitment. You know, what do you do? Um, I think that's a, that's a pressing question right now for Sean Marks. The supporting cast, you know, there isn't a lot of flexibility. It, they're, they're going to have to find guys a la Blake Griffin. Yep who become available that will want to take less to play for them. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's going to be hard. Like, I think, you know, you saw LaMarcus Aldridge, you saw Blake Griffin. I think you're going to see those type of players. They can, they can sign Spencer Dinwiddie and then trade him because they can go with, they have his bird rights. He's a free agent. He's already opted out of his option. So they do have that flexibility. They're going to continue to, you know, try and draft guys and develop young players. That's, that's one thing that they've, 
they've always tried to do. But, you know, when you have when you have all of that salary space tied up in three players, you've got to get creative and you've got to hope that those three players attract guys who have made a lot of money and are just now looking to win. But I don't think that's a hard sell. Right. I think I think that's a I think to play with those guys is a pretty easy sell. They'd love to bring Jeff Green back. He was a huge part of what they did. I love Uncle Jeff. Um, yeah, and he was fantastic. But the guy's been, I think, on like five straight veteran minimum contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he probably deserves to get something a little longer term. And yeah. can the Nets get that to him? You know, there there's certain parameters that they're not going to be able to, to go over to to sign guys. So um, I still think that you're gonna you're gonna go into a year where you hopefully you have Harden, Irving, and Durant healthy for a full regular kind of season in the NBA, not these three four games a week, yeah. but something a little more spaced out. And they can play a little bit more together, and you know I think what we did learn in the very short period of time that we saw the three of them play together was that this idea that there's only one basketball and these guys are going to get each other's way. And no, they're, they're, they're all incredible players. They're, 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 their basketball IQs are so high. They know how to play together. They get it. They get it. And if they're healthy, they're going to be the favorites to win the East. I don't have any doubt about that. Well, we looked at um, just looking at Kevin Durant and you brought up health. Well, how, incredible was it to watch KD return from this injury that he suffered to be I mean honestly if he was still playing if they were still playing basketball he'd be the odds on favorite oh yeah to be finals MVP like how how crazy is his journey back to to just being healthy and also performing at the level in which he had set the standard for throughout his entire career thus far Uh, the the game five where you know they had just lost Kyrie Irving the game before yeah um Harden, there was this, we don't know if he's going to play, not going to play thing going into game five. They had just blown the two games in Milwaukee. Now it was 2-2 coming back to Brooklyn. And, you know, he puts on that 48-17-10 game. They come back from 17 down in the second half. Easily one of my top five most memorable games that I've ever called, and I've been doing it for 20 years. He needs smaller feet. Um, He has to get smaller feet somehow. (laughs) He's got to change his shoe. And and that's game seven, but I'm talking about the game five. Yeah, game five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that individual performance in game five was one of the – it's the best thing that I've ever seen in person, and it's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in any sport of any player. And on – and he did it in 48 minutes. Man. He never came out of the game. Yes. And you know, sometimes when you see these guys put on these historic performances, we've seen it with LeBron, with Michael, with Kobe. They're kind of like at the end of the game. It's like they have to, they, the, their teammates have to do the fireman carry to get them off the court. You know, like yeah. they look like they're about to die. Yeah. The, he, he looked like, I couldn't tell the end of the game if the game had started. <laughs> he could have played another one. I know. It's yeah, crazy. Like he, just, he just walked off the floor. Like he went over and hugged his mom and walked off the floor. And you're like, he looks like he can go play another one. I know. And yeah. it, was, it was an un... He, to think about a guy, I, I don't know if there's ever a better uh, comeback from an Achilles. Mm. I mean, I know he had a long time to rehab it and stay out of the lineup. But, you know, think of the injury that he had. And to come back and, you know, I'll be honest, guys, just to go back, I've been with the Nets since, you know, I've been working with the Nets in some capacity since 1992. Um, I became the full-time play-by-play announcer in 2001. So I've been with the Nets a long time. I've seen a lot of things with this franchise. 
And when the day that they signed him and Kyrie and, and the Nets talking, you know, Woj talked about the clean sweep. I mean, I remember sitting at my kitchen counter. I, I was getting emotional yeah. because yeah. I said, my goodness, like I've been through so much with this franchise. And now the, the, the best players in the world have volunteered to come here and they want to come and win a championship. And I think what I envisioned in that moment was nights like we saw against Milwaukee game five and game seven. And we had to wait, we had to wait two years almost before we saw it come to fruition. But man, it was glorious. And I still think if, if, if Kyrie or James Harden, either one of them does not get hurt, in the Bucs series, I think the Nets are still playing, and I think the Nets are winning a championship. I agree with you. Chris, I wish we could talk hoops with you literally all night, man. Love your work. Uh, <laughs> can you tell the people really quick, uh, unfortunately we got like a minute left, uh, about the foundation, the Chris Carino Foundation? Uh, thanks, guys. I have a type of muscular dystrophy, FSHD, and uh, we raise money. We give it to researchers, and uh, it's very simple. That's what we do. And, uh, and I have my story out there at therelentlessvoice.com. Uh, we talked about that uh, podcast and a blog, and you can subscribe to the newsletter. The whole deal tells you all about me and my story. So um, I always uh, appreciate being able to uh, to spread the word about that, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. ChrisCarinoFoundation.org. Thanks so much, man. We have to talk again. Chris, we got to get Absolutely, you a quick, guys. real quick. What's your pick for the series? Real quick before we get out of here. Who uh, wins it and I how mean, many games? I'm, I'm going I'm going Bucks and six. Bucks and six. My uh, man. I'm going Thank Bucks you, Chris. Six. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> He's currently dancing to the rap song. You probably a good price on that too, right? Yeah, yes. I'm getting a real good price on that. Price on that. Absolutely. The, yep, I completely agree. Chris, thanks a lot, man. Enjoy your night, okay? Thank All you, Chris, right, so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Chris Carino. What a legend. Follow him on Twitter, at Chris Carino, radio voice of the Brooklyn Nets. He's awesome. NFL on Compass Media. He's one of those guys... Um, that you could talk to for like seven hours. Man. Just talk hoops with them. The man. only thing that I hate is that I'm going to have to be the one that gets my pick right. And all of you guys, <laughs> including Chris, are going to be the, no, the no, wrong no, picks. No, no, no. It's crazy. And definitely check it out. ChrisCarinoFoundation.org.